especially as it relates to anxiety. You can think of exercise in general being preventative, but also therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it not only kind of builds your endurance, no pun intended, and your stamina to ward off things, but it also can like bring anxiety levels down. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome to another episode of Tangible Truth. As Susan and I have been talking about doing this podcast, one of the things that we talked about is occasionally we would like to have guests Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Yes. And I think it's only right that our very first guest on the podcast is none other than your very favorite person in the whole entire world. Do you want to introduce our (laughs) guests today? We have Dr. Steve Goss with us today. Good afternoon. (laughs) Well, Steve, we are super excited to have you on the podcast. And I know Susan ropes you into things a lot. Yeah. This is something that you actually shared with a lot of us who are therapists on how to take care of ourselves. And we were thinking it'd be great to share with our listeners as well. So today we're going to be talking about activity and how it relates to our overall wellness. But before we start, you know, I love research, Susan. Yes, because she's a number five on the Enneagram. Yes, and research. I, and I always, ha- I always like to have quotes that are you know important to the topic that we're talking about. Yes, and so I wanted to share a quote on why exercise is important to our mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you may be familiar with this. It's from L. Woods from oh. the movie <laughs> Legally Blonde. It's <laughs> my favorite quote. I can't wait to hear. And L. Woods in Legally Blonde said, "Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy." Happy people just don't shoot their husband. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. So and Susan, go start exercise. <laughs> and so believe it or not, so I won't shoot you. L. Woods and Legally Blonde actually had like really important things to say about exercise. It's true. That isn't is true. it? Like exercise it releases endorphins. It makes us feel better. But it has a lot of like overall health benefits. So that's what we wanted to talk to Steve about today. Yes. And, you know, back in the day, I don't know how many years ago it was, but we had two conferences that were very well attended. Addicted to Anxiety Mm. was the first one. And then it was so well attended, we had Addicted to Anxiety too. And this was actually like before COVID. This was actually before (laughs) COVID. So I'm just thinking like how much more anxiety do we have now? (laughs) No kidding. Than we did back then. And so we brought Steve in actually Mm -hmm. to speak on this very issue of how exercise helps reduce anxiety. So Steve... Why don't you talk to us about that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, first of all, in that regard, anxiety is very common. Yes. So I forget the statistics. I haven't brushed up on those since that conference. But, you know, there's a significant proportion of people in the world that will have anxiety sometime during their lifetime. So it's very prevalent. And there's lots of things to contribute to it. And I think part of the point we were making in the conferences at that time was you know, there's lots of physical manifestations of anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, it may all be going on in your brain, but it's all happening out in your body somehow, you yeah. know, so all the multiple different symptoms that there can be. But you have to pay attention because some of those symptoms can actually be medical issues. Mm-hmm. So you might actually be thinking, I've got all these this anxiety that's causing 
my heart to palpitate. Well, your heart may be palpitating for mm-hmm. some medical reason. So you just need to pay attention. But in regards to exercise, it's just such good medicine. And it's just so, so good for all of us, no matter the age, no matter what you do for work, no matter your size or shape or anything else. It's just good, you know, and I think everyone needs to be thinking just about the activity in their day. You know, now everyone can, not everyone, but most people can get something and it can count their steps and how mm-hmm. many steps they're taking today and what my goal is. And all those things are great because uh, the biggest point of all is to just get moving. Mm-hmm. And we can maybe flesh that out over time. But especially as it relates to anxiety, you can think of exercise in general being preventative, but also therapeutic. Mm. Uh, so it not only kind of builds your endurance, no pun intended, and your stamina to ward off things, but it also can like bring anxiety levels down. So mm. as you exercise, as you exert your body in certain ways, then a lot of those things that anxiety has stimulated, like cortisol levels, mm-hmm. the stress hormone in your body, that can bring that down. And just like Elwood quoted, you know, it does produce those endorphins, sort of those naturally produced opiate sort of substances in our brain that does make us happier. And so those all prevent and they also provide therapy for anxiety. So you build some resilience through exercise, not necessarily endurance, but you also kind of bring the levels down and and it is therapeutic to kind of lower a lot of those internal physiologic things that are going on in your body contributing to the anxiety. I really appreciate the way you explain what's actually going on in the body to help reduce anxiety Mm -hmm. and stress. Yeah, that it actually affects the chemicals in our brain that kind of help bring that down. Right. That's awesome. And so about how much exercise or activity would you say that we would really need to do in order for that to happen? Yeah. When you say that, I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) I'm never going to be a gym rat, Uh you know, like I have a son who lifts weights for fun and I just think that's weird, you know? So like my idea of exercise is like, I just take my dog for a really long walk and it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything, you know, it doesn't feel like that counts because I didn't go to the gym or I didn't, you know, take a class or whatever. So when you say exercise is important to kind of help with all this stuff, that's really intimidating to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually think a better a better term to use for most people is activity Mm -hmm. rather than exercise. That's Because, you know, you hear about 30 minutes, five times a week of some moderate activity. So, you know, you don't just need to take a step every few seconds as you're walking your dog. But if you, if you kind of walk at a good clip, you mm-hmm. know, if you, if you get to breathing a little deeper, if mm-hmm. you get a slightly sweaty, if it's I can warm barely enough, keep up with him. Does that yes, count? That counts. <laughs> that counts. So that is activity that's very beneficial. I think another thing for people to think about is there's a difference in your activity levels. You know, there's one thing about just being more well in a little bit better fit, there's another thing for performance measures. Mm. So if you're wanting to perform, if you're wanting to lift this much more or run this much faster or play basketball better or, you know, ride your bicycle up the hills more quickly, then you're talking about sort of a different level and you really do start talking about exercise and you're talking about performance. But those things 
that we can talk about in a little bit aren't really needed for your health, Hmm. for your overall improved health. Those things aren't bad, but they're not they're not what you have to do to be pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. And so if people just start talking about being more active, mm-hmm. that's important. And so you hear about that activity, you know, 30 minutes, five times a week. You talk about, now I've even forgotten right now that we're talking about how many steps they recommend people get in per day. Yeah. Easy enough to look up. But just think about those things. And we often talk about, you know, park on the far side of the parking lot. Right. Take more steps during mm. the day. Uh, take the steps, actually, you know, in a building if you get the opportunity. Now, if you got to go up to the 10th floor, not that there are that many buildings around here that tall, but if you have to go up five flights, okay, you know, if you don't want to be winded and not be able to talk to anyone for 30 minutes, then take three flights, then take the elevator up the rest of the way or something. But just work in more activity mm. through your day uh, because the real key Uh, And this is, you know, this is not rocket science, but I like to draw a graph that shows if you go from being low fit level to moderately fit, that gets you a tremendous amount of benefit health wise Mm. to go from moderately fit then to extremely fit. Mm -hmm. That only gets you a little bit more Mm. in as well as health benefit. Mm. Now, You may perform better at certain sports or tasks, but from a health benefit standpoint, going from moderately to highly fit gets you very little. But going from low to moderately fit gets you a lot. That's big. It really is. Because it's like I don't ever want to be like a prime athlete or anything like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. and I think that that's what is sold to us when we get on social media and we see those ads for joining the programs and everything. It shows these people with the zero percent body fat and they're they're perfectly in shape. And I'm like, that seems so impossible to me. Mm -hmm. But it also feels like if I don't reach that level, then I'm not getting any benefits. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's a burden we ought to take off of ourselves. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong to get to those levels of mm-hmm. fitness at all. Although I would say there's sort of a U-shaped curve when it comes to fitness that if you start on the left-hand side of the U and you say you're low fit there, as you go down in the U, you're gaining more benefit. Then as you get more highly fit, you go back up on the U because now you have the more potential for injury mm. and harm. Oh, yeah. And so kind of down at the bottom of that U and that moderately fit area is, again, where you get the best health benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to get the best performance benefit. So we're not going to be able to join the Olympics. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but when we go for our yearly checkup, our doctor is going to be like, hey, you're in good shape. This yes. is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying that to go to moderate is that 30 minutes a day. Right. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot. That is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you can get started if you've been sitting. I was thinking about our profession, Carrie. We sit all day. We do. And so it's an intentional effort. We need to really think about that. And you're walking your dog. I'm more of a, I'm out on the trails out here by Mm -hmm. the house when I can. But Mm -hmm. if I'm not, we have a treadmill. Right. And I can jump on the treadmill and we need to really be intentional because that 30 minutes a day matters. It does. A lot. Yeah. Is what really you're saying. Does. Now, other people may have jobs where they're standing 
all mm-hmm. day. But, you know, ours does not allow that right. at all. We can't stand and do therapy. Right. So you have to really be, right. you do a tremendous amount of yard work. You know, when you get Steve's More outlet. than Susan wants me to. Yeah. I mean, he lives outside. That's his outlet. But your yard is gorgeous. Yeah, well, his you. yard thank is gorgeous. Our, our yard is gorgeous. But I mean, I, I think that is the sort of thing to think about is, yes, you is. know, activity. I mean. Activity. When did you think about washing your car last? Hmm. That's activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or taking your dog on a walk. Right. Maybe be a little purposeful in yeah. how mm-hmm. long a walk that is mm-hmm. and maybe how quickly you can do it. And the other thing is build up to all these things. Right. If, if people try to hit it too hard too soon and they kind of hurt or sore, they'll drop out. They'll demotivate themselves. Yeah. So build up to it. You know, if you're taking that walk with your dog, walk 30 minutes, but mm-hmm. maybe increase the distance in that 30 minutes yes. over time. Yeah. And so that means you're picking up your pace. So uh, kind of slow and steady wins the race. And, you know, you don't have to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger to get all the health benefit. I mean, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I mean, he's had mm-hmm. heart surgery once mm-hmm. or twice. And so, you know, there's there's old studies from back in the day where they looked at in London, they looked at the mail carriers who, by and large, delivered all the mail on foot mm-hmm. and compared them to sort of matched kind of by age and sex and, and health status, the bus drivers. Mm-hmm who were sitting and driving all day. Mm-hmm. And the mail carriers had much less disease and mortality. Mm-hmm. They lived longer. Mm-hmm. And so, it's again, it was just activity. Now, there are some people, you know, that have jobs where they're somewhat active during the day, and it's still good to kind of get the aerobic activity yeah. where you kind of get your heart rate up and sustain it. That's beneficial over the, you know, maybe, I don't know, you're a plumber, and you're working hard and, you know, they're shoveling and doing lots of other things. And that's very, that's very good as far as your health is concerned. But to get kind of a, a sustained heart rate increase is even more beneficial, but it doesn't have to be like your marathon running to get that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is back in the Korean War, this sounds a little morbid, but as young men were killed in that war they and they did autopsies on them, they were even finding those uh, young men that were in their early 20s already had signs of coronary artery disease, you know, mm-hmm. of kind of what they call fatty streaks at that time of the, the starting uh, plaque buildup in the arteries. So we want to start early uh, and we're in a lot of respects talking about reducing cardiovascular disease risk and mortality. And that would include stroke and heart attack, but also it's just good for bones and joints. Um, and again, the more you pound hard on them, you know, the more you're going to wear them out, the longer in life you go. Uh, so, again, that moderate activity is, is a better thing over the long haul, mm-hmm. over the long haul. Mm-hmm. Now, some weight training, some, you know, resistance training is right. good. So mm-hmm. you do need muscle tone and some muscle mass that's going to help you burn more calories, going to help you manage your weight better. Uh, and it's going to help support your joints better over time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there is the good recommendation to try to get some resistance training a little bit of weightlifting, right. but you know, it doesn't have to be barbells. It could be hand weights or mm-hmm. different things. So don't neglect that, but you maybe only need or to do the that. Bands. Or the bands, the therabands or stretch mm-hmm. bands would Those be good fun. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of times a week, try to work that into a routine too, if mm-hmm. you can. And all of this benefits as we started the podcast, mm-hmm. mental health. Right. And I love the way you described how. 
and why that works and reduces stress. Mm-hmm. That's so big, especially after a year and a half right. or two years that we've had. Right. And especially because I'm just like, we've become, because of this last year, yes. we've become more sedentary. Yes. Because the gyms are closed. We're sitting Zoom. on Zoom constantly. constantly. And, you know, it's just become kind of more normal mm-hmm. for people to just kind of be sitting around more. And, you know, I'm even thinking about... um clients that I have, and I know you've probably experienced this too, Susan, that are so depressed that like the mm-hmm. idea of getting out of bed to go for a 30 minute walk yes. seems overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, but what I hear you saying, Steve, is just, even if you can just get up and do a little bit, yeah. it's going to help right. re- with those stress levels, which will then make it easier to kind of build up to mm-hmm. right. start with 10. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. or if you can break it up, you know, yeah. you do, again, you don't uh, yeah. get the performance but you get the benefit that if you could walk 10 minutes now, walk 10 minutes at lunch, walk 10 minutes when you first get off work before you get home, there's your 30 minutes yeah. for the day. Yeah. Um, it, now, that's not quite as good as a sustained 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but it's still good. You yeah. know, So you can break up that time. And I think what I love about that is everyone knows where they're at. You know, like if you are someone who's like, I can do 30 minutes, that's easy. I can push myself. Great. Mm -hmm. How can you incorporate that now? If you're someone who's like, I literally haven't been able to get out of the bed Mm -hmm. for the last two weeks because I'm so depressed. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, maybe that 10 minute goal is where you need to start. Mm -hmm. But we can all start, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's going to look different for everybody. And, you know, another thing I will add on exercise Yeah, exercise is a great time to do your, if you memorize scripture, Mm. to memorize scripture, to pray. Or like you could listen to a podcast. To listen to a podcast. (laughs) And let's give them a recommendation for a podcast. Right. Tangible Truth (laughs) Podcast with Carrie and Susan and now Steve Goss. But yes, to listen to a podcast. But, you know, to do that while you're walking is great. Mm. You can retain it. Right. Better when you're walking. Right. So I think that's great. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. So every week on the podcast, we like to leave you with a tangible truth, something really practical and really easy that you can incorporate right now. And I think for me, the tangible truth is I'm going to throw out the word exercise because Mm -hmm. of Steve Goss and replace it with activity. You know, I need to be getting activity in my life every single day. And I don't have to call it exercise because that's like a yucky word. We don't like that, right? Yes. So our tangible takeaway today is where can you get activity in your life? What does that look like? Maybe take five minutes today, sit down, jot a list of like, I like gardening. You know, what is it that you enjoy doing that you can incorporate that activity in your life on a daily basis? Yeah, that's great. I I would suggest too, the more of it that you could do outdoors, the better. Mm -hmm. I think there are also studies that tend to suggest you know, all things being equal, if you can do it outdoors in nature, it's even more beneficial. Mm. I don't know exactly the reason. I've got my thoughts about the creator and why that would be the case. But, you know, that's one thing. And the other thing is, as you guys know, a Zoom meeting's okay to get with people, mm-hmm. but actually being with people, which, you know, we've kind of had to deprive ourselves of during COVID, that's really therapeutic too. Mm-hmm. And so if you got a partner that you could do these things, these activities with, that's really beneficial to share it with someone or even a group. And, you know, for some people that like the gym scene and mm-hmm. 
have a group they work out with, you know, CrossFit's really yeah. close knit group of people, it seems. And, you know, someone said the other day, you know how someone's in CrossFit? And I said, no, they said, they'll tell you. <laughs> but, uh, the, uh, but anyway, so, you know, the more you can do that with someone, you know, the more consistent you're likely going to be with it. You'll have a kind of an accountability partner, mm-hmm. but also there's just the benefit of the interaction that we've so missed yeah. over the last year. Yeah. Which goes back to what we were talking about, about overall wellness. You overall know? wellness. That yeah. Incorporating physical activity with relationships mm-hmm. and with our mental health and getting out in nature and seeing God's creation, all these things yes. together really does benefit our overall health. And you didn't actually say this, but for my takeaway, it was in, it was definitely implied that it's never too late. This is all ages. Yes. So anyone hearing this podcast, mm-hmm. if you are sitting there thinking, I've not done this. Right. I've not, I have not walked. I'm still, it is never too late. Am I right, that Steve? That is correct. Never too late. So to begin at any time, at any age, and to start with five minutes, mm-hmm. 10 minutes of exercise, you know, I think it's so encouraging Thank you so much for joining us. You're very welcome. Well, you know, when we mentioned preventative, since you brought that up, one of the major things as someone gets older Mm -hmm. is fall prevention. Okay. There's good. And so if, Mm -hmm. if you've not sort of headed into older age, you know, working against falls and that's Mm -hmm. again, kind of muscular strength in general and just your balance and being active, uh, then you're a little behind the eight ball, but you can still improve, you know, the likelihood of you're not falling by getting into some activity, uh, whatever that might be. And it needs to be age appropriate, uh, you know, but it's never too late. You're exactly right. Okay. And I'm going to add the disclaimer that everybody always adds since Dr. Steve Goss is sitting across from me before starting an exercise program, you should probably check in with your physician, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Before you want to, you know, it's, it's okay to start some things, but if you have any concerns about yourself for one, yeah. or if you want to get really intense with it too, then yeah, it'd be good to be checked over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. This My was pleasure. good. Thanks, Jay. This is awesome. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network. 